Welcome back in. This is Wake Up Memphis. Steve Gill filling in for Ben Dieter and joining us for her regular Wednesday segment, Scotty Nell Hughes for the Hughes Report. And Scotty, good to have you with us. Oh, good morning. And let me just say, I know the people of Memphis are waking up with hope this morning because, by golly, if there is a line that Chicago voters can get pushed over, maybe we can find the same thing in Memphis. It's it's a hope and a possibility that if they can finally get fed up with the crime issue in Chicago, which ranks about 10th in the country as the most dangerous cities, while Memphis is number one, maybe Memphis voters will finally get fed up and do the same thing we just saw in Chicago. Were you surprised at the numbers uh, that came out? I mean, she got 16% of the vote, which means about 84% of voters said no to more Lori. Well, let's look at everything that she did. I mean, these are the first time really the voters have been able to talk about since after all of the lockdowns that she's. I mean, first of all, she locked down people from being able to go into churches and gyms if they were unbacked. People could not go do their local community centers. Uh, she had the Chicago, even the Chicago Bears moved out of the town. It was so bad. So this was a, you could see this was happening, that it was going to take place. Uh, but ultimately, it came down to I think people are just scared to go out in their community. And that's what resonates. You know, Steve, one of the things that we always talk about is that it comes down to the price of eggs, bread, and milk and at the gas pump. Well, I'm going to add a third. It comes down to the feeling, can you walk down your street and not worry about being attacked, the safety of your community? We're not adding that to what voters are thinking about when they realistically go into the voters' booth. And in Memphis, I have to tell you, I, my best friend lives there. I sent her the lineup. I saw that KWAM was talking about the Memphis in May collection with all of the great artists that are lining up there. And my girlfriend who lives in Memphis said, I'm not going. I said, what are you talking about? We have been waiting for it to come back. We've gone to Memphis in May when we were younger. Let's bring the family. She's like, there's no way I'm going there. Says, Do you know the, what it's like to live in Memphis these days? The crime that is in this city, the people that are, you know, the cars that are getting the, the hijacked. Because there's no way I'm taking my young kids down the town. So that right Yeah, the there, price right? of eggs don't matter as much if you can't get to the grocery store safely to get the overpriced the, the overpriced eggs. When, when you look at, at what happened in Chicago, people finally did say, okay, enough's enough. We're going to reject that leadership. And yet during the midterm elections, most polls were saying that crime was a top issue on voters' minds. And yet Democrats in these blue cities and these blue states still got reelected. Well, I think it comes down to not really having poor—we have poor choices. I mean, you have a lot of Republicans that don't even try in some of these areas to even run for it. We don't have good candidates. But I think this speaks to a bigger problem that the conservatives and Republican Party have. They've kind of just given up on these areas. They think that there is no chance. You know, it used to be if we could educate people and tell them, here, this is why you don't need to vote blue. You're sick of these types of things happening down the street from you, next door to you, in your backyard. It's because you keep putting the same people back in. And yet you see almost a mafia-type uh, establishment in these inner cities right now of the same people getting elected, but it's still a very minor part. I do think, once again, regardless of who's at the top of the ticket for Republicans, the Democrats are going to give us so much, once again, like they did in 2016, so much material that we could be able to elect Mickey Mouse to be put in R by his name, which... Frankly, lately, I don't think that's possible anymore. But you could put anybody because there's no way that you should lose to the actual record. Uh, but, see, this is where you and I have a debate all the time about. You have these people that go out there and they look slick. They sell, they sell this idea. You have a, you know, Biden himself promised all these kids they were going to get their college debt wiped away. We see how well that's working. 
they tell everything and they give a me, me, me society. But then guess what? Once they're in office, they're held accountable for it and they can't pull off those campaign promises. But then they still are able to go out on the campaign trail on re-election year and say those campaign promises again. People need to hold their folks, not for their words, but their actions. And that's on the Republican side as well. Forget what they're saying on, on the on the TVs, on the radios. I want to see their actions. And some, most times we're finding those actions and their words aren't lining up. You know, and it's interesting because you have uh, the Democrats that are defending the transgender drag show, provocative sexual shows. They're defending that stuff. They're defending surgeries on young children uh, that, that most people find reprehensible. The Democrats give us so much ammunition that sometimes, you know, you, you can't target it appropriately. you got to keep it relatively simple. And uh, that's how folks like uh, Joe Biden get reelected and by scaring people. You know, during the State of the Union, he acknowledged that Republicans were not actually uh, trying to cut Social Security and Medicare. And yet he's back out on the trail, continuing to tell the lie that Republicans want to take away your Medicare and Social Security. It's the lie we get every election cycle from the Democrats. And while, yes, you know, you're going to give him credit for it, because guess what? If it's gotten him over the, the goal line in the past, why not keep running for it? People aren't going to hold about it. So then I look at the Republicans, I'm going, what are you saying to combat it? Where are you organized to fight back on that message and tell the actual truth about it? You know, the reality of it is, and I've said this before, when you talk about Social Security, when you talk about Medicare, those are not entitlements. We paid for them. Our taxes have gone taken out of our checks over the years we worked. Entitlements are things that are just given to you. Now, granted, you the government puts money into it, but you've still paid for it. If you've worked, you've earned that Social Security check. When we're talking entitlements, we're talking about the welfare system. We're talking about Medicaid. We're talking about all of those things that, frankly, you get more of if you're an illegal here in this country right now than if you're an actual tax-paying citizen. Those are the entitlements that Republicans even say. Those are what we're going after. But when I look at Social Security, when I look at Medicare, and yes, we definitely need to look at those numbers, those are not entitlements because people have paid. You have taken a stipend out of my check since the day I started working at 18 and put it in a little account for me, and it's time for me to use it in my in my older years. Well, and when you look at the fact that they're not – accounting for the fraud and waste and abuse in those systems. Again, uh, if we're sending a dollar to Washington for you know Social Security and Medicare, it, they're eating up a big chunk of it in the waste and the fraud before they actually send it out to help the people who are entitled to receive it. Uh, another quick topic, because I, I saw this and, and thought about, uh, about you with uh, apparently King Charles is kicking uh, Meghan <laughs> and, uh, and Harry out of out of the quarters that the, I guess the Queen had, had given them. Again, it's not like the old days in the British royalty. At least they're not chopping off their heads. But they're going to give it to Prince Andrew. And and when I think about these people getting kicked out of the uh, their royal quarters, I think about you getting kicked out of a dining facility in in, in Iraq, that, that this is just not right. I'm sorry, Steve. How long are you filling in for? Because I'm going to Todd right now to give the show back. Whatever, we're never going to lose. 
Vendita again. No, it was it was we we were we were we were embedded in Iraq and we went into the dining facility and and they thought that Scotty needed long sleeves, not short sleeves because we were in Iraq, so they kicked her out of the dining facility. Much the way that they're kicking, you know, Prince Harry and Meghan out of it's not the out same. of their corners. It's not the same. I, I don't I don't know how <laughs> kind of, you know, leniency you're using on this one, but let me just say I don't do well um, wearing a, 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 I don't do wear wearing head scarves or coverings. I guess I don't, I don't obey Sharia law too well. So I think that's, I think we can say that's true, but more it was a fight for freedom. Exactly. I was standing up for myself. Uh, the reality in this situation, which is kind of interesting is here. Why I think this was a, a, an interesting story and kind of funny is you're seeing an accountability for once you're seeing, uh, on one hand, I think it's right. They should have kicked him out. Now, supposedly this is going to backfire, but absolutely, for as much damage as they're doing, not only the crown, but you're basically biting the hand that feeds you, and you should not, uh, and King Charles is, is putting his foot down. Giving it to Prince Andrew, eh, I don't think that's the right way to go, especially with everything still going on uh, with with uh, the with Weinstein and ever and try, or, or Epstein and trying to find out how closely tied. I don't think that's the family member who really deserves it. In fact, I think the corgis probably would do better in that home than uh, than <laughs> Andrew. But it, it just goes once again to see. I think Prince Charles is trying to assert himself and try to bring this family, rope this family in to being back under some sort of respect for the crown, not necessarily the individuals that uh, are able to ha- hold the last name. Well, and if Meghan and Harry, they, they wanted to distance themselves from the royal family, why are they getting free living quarters when they've said, no, we're going to go make our money in Hollywood? Did you see the clip, by the way, that apparently Meghan was disappointed when she found out that Harry didn't have as much money as she expected a royal to have and didn't like being part of the royals because people were telling her, what to do. Apparently, nobody's ever told this woman what to do in her entire life, as kind of shown by her bratish behavior. Well, and then she was offended because South Park made a character of her, you know, and it's like, well, guess what? They make lots of characters of lots of people. I mean, is this really what you're going to choose to, to put your horse on the hill? So, once again, I think, it, and I'm not one of those that is obsessed with the British monarchy, but I think this is very interesting. I think this is an interesting step that Charles is going to do to basically try to bring some sort of respect back to his family name that basically Meghan and Harry are doing everything they can to destroy. I hope um, others might also, let, let's start bringing back some dignity into into society, into families. Let's start trying to, to not allow all of this craziness um, to really blur the lines of how people should act and how they should treat each other. And if you have a legitimate concern against a family member, that's fine. But what we've seen completely out out of Harry and and his wife has been just nothing but a PR stunt to gain their own approval, even at the cost of a crown. And maybe if uh, Charles started locking people up in the Tower of London, uh, we'd get uh, get this family reined in a bit. Of course, we revolted over 200 years ago, so we didn't have to worry about the royal family, and yet it's being shoved down our throats constantly by the media. Scotty Hughes, always great to catch up. We'll catch up with you again next week, and uh, you have a great uh, rest of the week. Thank you, Steve. You too.